wasn't ready. Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You Hi. lie. <laughs> you lie. You sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, hello. What's up, Shouty? Mm, you know, stuff and things. Keeping it real? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And keep it very real, because that's know. my deal. I know. <laughs> Everybody um, always asks me who's the realest person I know, and I say Bridget. Yeah, my really? girl. No, yeah. nobody ever asked me that. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a good <clears> question. But if they did, that's what you'd say. Yes, I'm so proud. You should. That be. makes me happy. Thank you. I'm real. You are. Your face is real. Says you. Yeah, and I do. me. I'm looking and at it right now. It's real. <laughs> Poking at it. Yeah. Hey, stop that. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you hitting your. Oh. <laughs> I truly am hitting myself. Are you? No. Stop doing that. It's not a good thing. <laughs> so, hi. It's been hey. a while. I know. It's been like 5,000 years. No, oh, it's been like two weeks. It's been like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems like a long time. I know. <sighs> so, yeah. What's uh, what's on your agenda for tonight? Do you have anything you want to talk about? Um, I have a cat. That's all I have. We can <laughs> we can uh, we can totally talk about your cat for easily forty five minutes. That's true because she's so fucking adorable. I know. <laughs> Uh, let me just start with, uh, just get this out of my system. I bought her a laser pointer today. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this, today I went to Target and I had to get kitty litter. So I was in the pet aisle and I saw this little laser pointer for like four bucks. Oh, like, are hell you yeah. kidding me? I'm like, sure, I'll get you. Do I need a battery? No, it's already in there. Even okay. if it breaks after the first use, it's totally cost effective. <laughs> you can just go it. get another one. Yeah. It really is. So I um I brought it home and I was like, well, let's see. Because I know there are some cats out there mm-hmm. that don't really give a shit about the red dot. Right. I have one of each. Really? So yeah. so Mouse loves it and yeah. Tank doesn't Tank, care. Yeah. You really have to work at it to get him to, like, paw at it. And then after 10 seconds, he's done with it. Right. He's like, what? I don't care anymore, you know? can't believe I fell for this again. Yeah. <laughs> he's too smart for it is the thing. Look at that other bastard over there clawing at the wall. <laughs> Jesus. I can't believe it. See, Kiki's pretty smart, but she mm-hmm. she totally goes for the for the red dot. She is insane over it Mm -hmm. i mean she is just like frantic over it but it's been really nice because one of the problems that i have had with her is if i'm trying to eat dinner Mm -hmm. if i have a glass of water next to me (laughs) if anything like if i'm cooking dinner she wants to be all in my business i mean seriously climb up my asshole right (laughs) i mean that bad like she's actually (laughs) climbed onto my shoulder and eaten food that I was about to put in my mouth. Mm-hmm. That is how brazen she is. Yeah, that's so, ballsy. It really is. So um, so I've been trying to figure out how can I distract her in these situations. 
Well, I found the way. That, <laughs> that is a great idea. I can put. I can get her like all the way across the room, like in another room. Even yeah. that's a small enough place, you know. Yeah. And and I mean, she'll chase it all over, and then she, once I turn it off. She's distracted for another <laughs> five, ten minutes because she's like, where the hell did that thing go? Yeah, she's got to check under all the furniture. <laughs> exactly. I worry a little bit because I'm afraid I'm freaking her out. But oh, then no. about, like, you know, a few minutes later, she's all back to normal and all up in my business again. So I think um, I think this is a good thing. And it'll help me, too, because I play with her twice a day to be sure that she gets enough playtime. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, we play, and first thing when I get home, we play. And I get tired (laughs) 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 because she is a kitten, and she will want to play for hours, right? Mm -hmm. So this is finally, this is a good way for me to be able to get her to get exercise without, you know, spending like 45 minutes, an hour, throwing a wand around. Chase it. <laughs> well, they do make an automated laser pointer now for cats. Are you kidding me? No, it's like a little it's like a little uh plastic tower with a base that it sits on. <laughs> <clears throat> and I think it's got like a mirror in it that moves around, but it'll um it'll move the little red dot around on, on the carpet around the base. Oh, okay. And you can put it on a timer and have it start up or stop uh, at certain intervals. Oh, so if I want her to get some playtime when she's at home by herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the ultimate in lazy pet ownership right it there. It is. I, it, it, <laughs> it both appeals to me and disgusts me. I was just going to say disgusts me. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm having the same conflicted feelings. I want to get it, but I don't want to hate myself for being a <laughs> shitty pet owner. Exactly. I get so guilty. I'm like, I should spend more time playing with her. I should do this. I should do that. And then it's like, well, there isn't really like a manual on this. Nobody's ever been like, oh, you need to spend this much time or you need yeah. to do these things. And she seems pretty happy. Oh, yeah. So I think that that's the most important thing. Like, when she is tired out and she's not, like, tearing things up anymore or, you know, running around nothing, she'll come and sit next to me. And it's like, well, she must think I'm okay, you know. (laughs) Yeah. She she is not lacking attention at all. She's not a snuggler is the one thing. I mean, she does... I shouldn't say that. She's not a lap cat. Mm-hmm. She does not sit on laps, and she doesn't really like sit on me mm-hmm. at all. She likes to spread out, as you probably see yes. in a lot of pictures. <laughs> so that's, I think that's why she doesn't like laps. But what she will do is she'll come over to wherever I'm sitting, and she will spread herself as thin as possible <laughs> like next to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's how they sap your heat. That's exactly it. As much, you know, contact as possible, mm-hmm. basically. They're basically little heat sinks, and they just nuzzle up to you and drain it all out of you. Exactly. But the funny, she's finally, you know, let me be the big spoon, like, a couple times. So I think she's getting over the fact that she's not actually not the big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might be actually lucky that you don't have a lap cat. 
<clears throat> excuse me. I have mayonnaise in my throat from dinner still. Um, because both of mine are lap cats, and they need to be on my lap at all times. Be happy, right? Yes. And I live alone, and I don't get any personal time, it seems like, because of these two assholes. <laughs> I Sometimes I don't want to be touched. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be sat on. Right. You know, I don't want to be... Uh, st- I guess that's all cats do is touch and sit on you, but I don't want to be those things. <laughs> I don't want to be those things. <laughs> and sometimes I have to lock them in the bedroom for an hour. Yeah, and then you feel bad, right? I got over that. I See, well, I... I the had first that- dozen times I felt bad. Yeah. And you're, like, out there crying and, and poking <laughs> your hair, and they're, they're just having a great time. Yeah, they're sleeping on my bed. <laughs> This is what's happening to me. The The only real behavioral problem I have with Kiki is that she um, tries to get up on the counter while I'm cooking or while I'm like, I could be like putting together a sandwich for myself or cooking or whatever. And she gets up there and she wants to eat my food. And I just, I can't, I can't have that. So, you know, I need to find a way for her not to do it and not to drive me crazy. You know, as mm-hmm. well as, you know, get her to learn that that's not okay behavior. So the one thing that I've come up with is um, is putting her in the bathroom the second she jumps on the counter. Like oh, no, yeah. No matter what is happening, mm-hmm. I see her jump on the counter. I just pick her up. I don't say anything. There's no talking. There's no playing or anything. I just put her in the bathroom. And then when I let her out, I don't interact with her either. So it's not like, oh, are you okay? Or right. <laughs> bad girl, you shouldn't have done that. Because she doesn't remember what happened like five minutes ago. Yeah, they say when you discipline a dog or a cat, you have to do it within like 15 seconds. Yeah. So Otherwise, it, they have no idea what it's for. Yeah, so if I don't catch her like <laughs> the second she jumps up there, I don't do it. But every time, like, I catch her actually in the act of jumping up on the counter, I mm-hmm. stick her in there. Yeah, that's and, a really good idea. And then one day I open the bathroom door. She is, like, so comfy, lying <laughs> on the bath mat, just, like, sprawled out. Like, she's fine. She doesn't even care if I open the door. I opened the door, and she waited, like, a minute before she came out. She, I swear she meant to do it. She's like, yeah, I'm fine, whatever. Like, I care. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you back again? I've dozed off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was too busy having fun. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so yeah, I'm done and talking about my cat now. Oh, that was fast. It was yeah. 11 minutes. I, I I did pretty good, huh? Mm-hmm. Yay! What's going on with you? Uh, well, you'll be pleased to know that I have uh started Christmas shopping. And am just about halfway finished with it. Woo! That's I'm pretty awesome. pretty excited. That is a good thing. You did a good job. Thank you, Amazon. <laughs> Amazon is the best thing that's ever happened, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl. I can't even tell you. Since I got Prime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's, right. it's, it's ridiculous. So good. The next... The next step is to just somehow implant the products directly into my hands. Yeah. 
you know, because I've got free two-day shipping. Sometimes, sometimes, Bridget, it gets here in one day. I know. The next fucking day. I had that happen today. Oh. I ordered something yes, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday during the day. Mm-hmm. And it got here today. Nice. It was ridiculous. but And I had ordered something that got there, like, um, earlier and it was waiting at the uh, the manager's office for me, and I'm like, now I have two <laughs> things to go pick up. <laughs> oh yeah, I had um, I have a package over at the office tonight, and I just missed them because they close at six, and okay. I, I rolled up to my place at like six oh one. Damn it! And one of the ladies was closing, was locking the door, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck! Mm. All right, I'm not gonna bug her. But yeah, my I I went uh, Christmas shopping. Uh, what's today thursday yep. i think i started it tuesday and shit's here already yay that's yeah. awesome so easy yeah really is and it's it's been really helpful for me with like the apartment because what will happen is uh, i'll eventually get to the point where i'm like you know what i should get is this and it's things that I don't need, like, right away. I didn't need it, like, the second I moved in. Mm-hmm. But it's something I know I'm going to use. Like, for example, I just ordered a crock pot because I know I'm going to, you know, use it to make delicious dinners. So crock pots are handy. I love them. And, I, and this is the time of year for them, really. I mean, I mm-hmm. moved in here in September, but now it's like cold outside. And this is the best time of year, I think, for that kind of thing. Because, you know, if you have it going, your house smells delicious and you have something nice and warm and all that. So, um, so yeah, I ordered one the other day. First of all, it was incredibly cheap compared to at other places. And... Um, it got here in one day. That is so awesome. Yeah. So I order that kind of stuff, but I also order like super cool stuff. Like I got a Kindle Fire. Mm. Stuff like that. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Leah has one of those. She loves it. I love it too. Um, my thing with the Kindle Fire, I haven't really read any books on it yet. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to my audiobooks through it. And like, especially when I'm in bed at night. It's it's handy. It's better than having the laptop, I think. So, yeah, yeah I'll listen to my audiobooks on it, and um, I can go to Tumblr on it. I'm not an addict. I don't have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, oh, and Amazon um, Instant Video, mm-hmm. which is awesome, too. Hey, uh, how did you do um, with the great Tumblr outage? Uh, yesterday i did pretty good i was stitching oh, nice. yeah. i did pretty good i was pretty busy anyway yeah this this is the bad part about uh this time of year is i just get really busy with a bunch of bullshit right you know it's everybody you know it's the holidays everybody wants to get together and do things and and have dinner, and I know a lot of people with birthdays around this time, so people are having parties, got to get presents, and all that other stuff. It, shit, just this week, and maybe a little bit of last week, is when it kicked in. And finally yesterday, I said, I got to slow down. Because mm-hmm. my mind is in like 15 different places at once. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 my least favorite time of year. 
I like Christmas. I don't like that it ends up, you know, turning into like the most hectic time of the year every mm-hmm. year, you know? Yeah. Everybody wants, you know, the the thing that really bugs me lately with this is, is my workplace. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not unusual for a lot of large companies to do this kind of thing. It's like, it's Christmas. We have to celebrate the shit out of it, you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it's not just one thing. It's like 50 things. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're adopting a family. And then we're going to, you know, do this. And then we're going to do that. And then we're going to have this party. But at this party, not only are we going to do Secret Santa, but everybody needs to bring canned food for the food drive, even though we did another food drive already, which is mm-hmm. fine. I mean, I like giving to charities and stuff like that. Sure. But I expect there to be like one to concentrate on. Mm -hmm. So you're giving the best that you can to that. When we adopt a family, I go apeshit (laughs) on that family. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I, I, you know, I, I take a kid and I buy toys and it's a lot of fun. And that's kind of my, I, I just really enjoy doing that. But then it's like, okay, and now this, okay, and now this, okay, and now this. And I'm like, I already, but I, it's a a thing. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like all these constant, like, okay, now we're going to have treat of the week. So each team has to come up with a treat that they give everybody and all that kind of stuff. And we have to like walk around and hand out treats. Wow. I didn't realize you worked in second grade, Bridget. What? I had to wear antlers, Shane. Oh, my God. Antlers. <laughs> no woman should be made to wear antlers in this country, That's in this day I'm and saying. age. Exactly. I mean, it was it was, it was was shameful. And, and they wanted us to sing a freaking Christmas carol as we <sighs> walked around doing it. Now, I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's a good time of year. You know, I, mm-hmm. d- were there, you know, things about it maybe that I didn't love so much? Sure. But... It's a really good time of year. People are nicer to each other if you're mm. not in a mall, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's if just, you're not standing between them and merchandise. I love the winter. I love the lights. So it's yeah, it's really it's really nice. But then this kind of stuff happens. This this forced merriment. Yes. And it's like, why don't you let us decide if we're we want to do this? And then we can do it because when you make people do something like this, I don't think it's okay. You know, there was a comedian and I regret that I can't remember which comedian it was. Um, but they, they were talking about social security, but the line that he said was, if it was a good idea, it wouldn't be mandatory. (laughs) And this has rung true throughout my life mm-hmm. this one mm-hmm. little snippet of advice has never let me down that's true if it was a good idea it wouldn't be mandatory that's true like why do they have to make you do it why why not rely on volunteers to do all this christmas cheer for your company because nobody wants to do it you know what because there it's are, too much there's plenty of people who do want to do it and yeah but there's can- they run the show when it comes to that stuff. And I'm like, why don't you just do it then? <laughs> You're happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You make a good point, though. I, I never realized how how overboard companies get. 
yeah, this and time it's, of year. I, I mean, I really, I get it. You I know, felt put, bad. Put Aretha up, put a tree up, put a menorah up, mm-hmm. you know, and draw the line there. Just, yeah, I mean, I, I, and I appreciate that they have all these different things, but they made them mandatory, like the <sighs> charities. Yeah. And that was really, like, for me, it's okay. But we've got some kids, like new college grads working there. This is their first job. Oh, no. Entry-level position. So, you know, they're they're probably, you know, in their first job. Maybe they're making like high 20s, low mm-hmm. 30s. And they've got an apartment somewhere in Chicago. And they had to buy all this new clothes and all that. And it's like, you know, it, it, I don't think it's okay to just assume no. that your employees have 20 bucks to spare every week. They yeah. should be the ones you're adopting this time of year. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there was one kid at, at one point, I remember just hearing him like kind of moan a little bit when they said something and he, and, and then he like looked, I looked over and he looked kind of embarrassed and he goes, I can't afford to work here. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's the kind of thing. I mean, I don't think it's okay to like say to the team, okay, we all have to give to this because our team has to look good you know that's okay i'm, I'm getting a, an idea here let's mm-hmm. let's spitball this a little bit why wouldn't a company choose to do things for its employees during christmas right as opposed to i mean that's nice that you're gonna do something for charity but you're gonna do all of this for a charity or charities Mm-hmm. And you, you're bound to have just just by the numbers, you're bound to have some less fortunate employees, right? Exactly. Yeah. And if you you know if you think about it with the larger companies, I'm not going to say ours because I I I kind of doubt it because really and truly, from my experience, I think it's a really good company and they do take care of people. Um, because they have these different programs in place to be able to help people who are in financial trouble and they have uh, domestic abuse, like buddy system and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, but there are lots of companies out there where they actually like work the system to pay people less, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. How, how little can I pay this person? But then they're doing the same thing where they expect, you know, uh, charity and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, the the thing that used to really get me upset at one of the companies that I worked at um, when things started to go downhill um, was that they had this workshop that they started um, calling, uh, what are they, holding to account or something like that was mm. uh, was the main was the main focus of it, and um, their their thing was act like an owner. Every single employee needs to act like an owner. An owner of what? The company? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a recipe for disaster. Do you want to know who was in my holding to account session with me? Like, we, it was all, all employees. All employees across the organization were asked to go to these. Mm. I went with... Like, even the janitors? Mailroom employees. Oh, no. Who made hourly wages 
and um, people who worked at the imaging center who made hourly wages, and they were probably like minimum wage or mm-hmm. maybe slightly above. Probably and, blue collar, right? Yeah, and they—I mean—they work. They work hourly if they call in sick or whatever. You know, it's the kind of job where you call in sick and it's called an occurrence. You know, right? And they mark you up and all that kind of stuff. I love classifying a job <laughs> by what you call an absence. <laughs> I mean, that really makes a huge difference. It does. Uh, is if you can actually take a sick day or if a sick day is held against you. Yes, you know? yeah. And, and those are the kind of jobs where taking a sick day is literally just held against you. Yeah. So... So, I mean, here they are, they're working their ass off all the time. If they're five minutes late in the morning, they get, you know, chewed out and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And here they are sitting in this fucking, you know, (laughs) this fucking training session where people are sitting there telling them to act like an owner. Right. (laughs) Do it, it, it can basically be distilled down to do a better job. Well, yeah. Take I mean, on take, take on more responsibility without being asked. Yeah. I would like to take on more money without being asked. Well, yeah. You know, act like an owner. Okay. How about um, pay me know, like an owner? Scared if I call Colin sick. <laughs> right. How about when I quit, you give me fifty million dollar severance packages? That's an owner. <laughs> That's right. Give me a secretary to bang. I guarantee you that shit's going on upstairs or downstairs. <laughs> It's a true story, yeah, and that and that's um, yeah, that's that really pissed me off because I'm like, this is just inappropriate. Because it is. It's a really horrible thing to do to employees. I, I think so, and and you know, especially when you're in a position where you have no control over what's happening. Yeah. Don't say that bullshit. That's just full of it. You yeah. Know? Especially with those the low income. Uh, corporate jobs, you know that the the minimum wage or slightly above minimum wage uh, hourly guys, mm-hmm. they don't have the autonomy in their respective business units to make decisions on anything. Exactly. I mean, they work off of a script. I used to be that guy. That's how I got my start. Mm-hmm. You know, you you sit your body, your pair of hands to do things that other people tell you to. Yeah. The only the only initiative you can take that you're not told to do is to maybe dust once a week, you know, or some some goofy cleaning thing. Otherwise, right. your your hands are tied. Yeah. You you can't do anything. So that yeah. whole that whole idea is just wasted on half the company. Well, and I just feel like it's almost like demoralizing too because Yes. They're giving all these examples that aren't things that are going to happen with them, you know. Right. And it what um, what I like about my current company is that at least when they talk about this kind of thing, it's not like you know they do have the act like an owner thing because I think that's a new buzzword. Mm-hmm. But their focus is on the customer. Period. Like that's all it's about. So if a customer, whether it's like your customer because you work for somebody in the organization or an external customer or whatever comes first and if they have a problem, you know, you stop what you're doing and try to figure it out and if you need to send them somewhere else, you do it and all that good stuff, right? And you treat them 
you know, with respect, even if they're treating you like shit, mm-hmm. because they're a customer, you know? <laughs> you know, when I run a company, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> You're going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> my employees, my employees are going to be taught to not take abuse from anybody. <laughs> they are going to be empowered to insult customers if need be. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing with the, the customers that my company has. This is an insurance company for homeowners and, you know, personal auto. Mm-hmm. So imagine this. Somebody has, like, their house is flooding or they had, like, a pipe burst or they got into a car accident and they're calling to file their claim and this is the first time they've ever thought about what their policy actually covers because people <laughs> don't read those things. Right. And somebody's saying to them, I'm sorry, that isn't covered under your policy, but let me tell you what we can do for you. And all of a sudden, (laughs) so yeah, I mean, sometimes people, I mean, I could see myself doing that if, if I didn't work in insurance, I could totally see myself like exploding because I thought I had something that I didn't, you know, Mm -hmm. but on the other side of that coin, that's not a license to be abused. Exactly. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, it's, I don't know, interesting stuff. Um, maybe not. Sorry, corporate corporate <laughs> culture is so funny to me. To, just, to, just to watch the kind of clumsy things that they, that they try to do to boost morale. Mm-hmm. You know, all this effort can be avoided by just giving us some more money and not being dicks exactly exactly we don't we don't need to go to a fucking pizza party on fridays you know we want another buck an hour and we want to be treated like people right exactly um let's see hang on just a second Mm -hmm. yes veg cat it's next saturday (laughs) what she vex she texted me and says we're it's next Saturday we're getting together, not this weekend, right? <laughs> Are you just telling her over the podcast now? Um, I'm I'm texting her and saying oh, it out loud. Yeah, I, I, you don't have to text her because she's gonna hear this as soon as we publish it. That's true. <laughs> also, you are on the podcast. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But no, in in I gotta say, it makes a huge difference, like who who you're dealing with too, because my new boss has made everything like a million times better, even mm. when it's weird. So, but yeah, corporate America, won't you try yeah. not to? Just yeah. well, there's really no avoiding it, but yeah, that's true. You really learn, most of the jobs are there, but learn how it works and use its weaknesses against itself. That's true. That's true. One of the things I've done now that our group is so huge, um, I've stopped going to the uh, meeting, the like big meeting. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's one like once a month. Did you delegate it? Did you make one of your underlings go? Well, there's so many people. There's literally a hundred some people now. So I just don't go. (laughs) 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 And nobody misses me. And every once in a while, my boss will come back and see me, like, sitting at my desk as she's coming back from the meeting. And she'll be like, okay. (laughs) 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 
So yeah. Um, anyway. So um trying to think other things. You know, Christmas is coming. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I was thinking about this earlier. Um, I, I can't remember if we ever discussed our worst Christmas presents on the podcast. I think we did. It was quite a while ago, though. I think probably the only one who might have heard it would be Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Elizabeth. Oh, and, and Jim. Uh, YHF. Oh, yeah. 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 Yiffy. <laughs> did we ever discuss our best Christmas presents? I don't think so. Do you want to kind of go through both, I think? would be a Yeah, good I, the, the only worst Christmas present I can think of right now is the shitty pair of plastic skis I got one year. Ooh, did they work at all? No, they were stupid. First of all, they were cross-country skis. They weren't even downhill skis. Mm. And anybody who knows me knows how much I hate cross-country anything. <laughs> Does this require moving? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, hi, I'm Shane. <laughs> now, I, as a child, I have never expressed any desire to go skiing or do anything else in the snow. Mm-hmm. And one Christmas morning, there's a pair of skis under the fucking tree. And I was excited because it was this big, long box. I'm thinking rifle, a sword, some something I never even heard of before, hmm. and it's a fucking pair of skis. They were they were too narrow, I think. So like my foot overlapped the ski on both sides, mm-hmm. which I don't think was supposed to happen, even on goofy cross country skis. Yeah, I think you're right. And they like your your foot didn't hook into anything. You had to tie your foot in with these little plastic nylon uh straps Hmm. it it was really yeah it was really poorly thought out on my mom's part it sounds like it and i (laughs) went out i i used them once i went out into the empty field next to my house and couldn't get them to work Hmm. that sucks yeah it was pretty shitty that's really shitty i um once received a watch as a present i love watches that was quite obviously the free gift oh no that came with like i don't know you know when you buy well you probably don't when when women buy a lot of makeup or perfume or something i do know exactly what you're talking about it's a little watch it has no manufacturer name on it correct (laughs) and no logo it's a little chintzy digital watch no, this this had hands. Mm. Um, let me describe it to you so you All can right. fully understand this. Um, the uh, band, the watch band itself, um, looked like snakeskin, yet obviously was not because it was bright pink. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, the watch itself was gold, and then the inside was pink, of course. And the hands were gold. And I was trying to be nice because the person who presented me with this gift, you know, I mean, first of all, I should say had already given me like a bunch of gifts Mm -hmm. because this is, you know, a, uh, you know, a person in that situation to like always gave way too many gifts and like wrapped all the little things. And this was just one more. 
And I tried to put it on and it broke. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you really didn't have to <laughs> do this. <laughs> Um, also one year received, um, oh gosh, what was it? Was it, um, a national geographic or science? I think it was popular science rolled up so tight that I had to open it. What? (laughs) Yeah. He'd rolled it up. Why? Yeah. And then tied a ribbon around it. Um, uh, Mm. Jim's, Jim's cousin. (laughs) That was the present. <laughs> Actually, a side note, a rolled a tightly rolled up magazine or newspaper is a useful hand weapon. I was thinking that because I really I was struggling with this thing. I'm like, maybe it was supposed to be that way. Maybe I was supposed to keep it that way. You maybe know? you're supposed to bludgeon neighbor kids with it. And you know what? He probably knew that that's the kind of thing I'd do. <laughs> <laughs> you know me and neighbor kids. The I'll only thing stopping her is the lack of a weapon, and I'm going to fix that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, and when I was a kid, I think this is the time, the one we talked about before. My very worst Christmas present was um, the shirt tails mm-hmm. shirt. That's right. I remember that. With the little panda girl on it. <laughs> And it had my name on her shirt. So she was wearing a shirt that said Bridget on it, which doesn't make any sense because she's not Bridget. I am. No, right? Right? And and it was like two sizes too small. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And because I got it from like my aunt who was like around every once in a while, my mom like made me wear it. And one of the times that I wore it, because I figured not a lot of people would really see me, or if I if they did, I wouldn't see them that often ever again. I wore it to the social settlement place I told you about, that mm-hmm. place I went during the summers. <laughs> and, like, the, the mean older kids saw me and said, what is that for if you forget your name? Are you stupid? <laughs> Derp. Are you always looking at your shirt and going, my name's Bridget? <laughs> Like, yeah, what? <laughs> there was a, um, there's a character in South Park. He's not like a recurring character. It's just more of like a one-off or, you know, a very, very rare character to show up. But he's he's like a bully kid. He's in a couple of grades above the South Park uh, the main cast kids, mm-hmm. and on his shirt is just a picture of him making like a frowny face. Love <laughs> <laughs> it. And I thought that would be hilarious to just get shirts made up with my own face on the front. That would be. <laughs> oh my god! I forgot all about that. I need to. I need to look into that. Oh. Oh, that just made me think of something. I've thought of this before, but and then it just flew away. I don't think I ever mentioned it to anyone. You know how they have like world's best grandma and world's best, you know, boss and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. T-shirts or mugs or whatever. Everything. I want there to be so many world bests of whatever, and I want them to be really obscure and possibly frightening (laughs) (laughs) world's greatest elevator farter (laughs) world's best hover peer 
any of those out at my office. <laughs> oh, dude. D- d- let me tell you about the restroom hardships that I have faced this past week at work. Restroom hardships is my new fake band name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so check it. Um, we have waterless urinals in the bathroom. I'm sure I've talked about these on the podcast before. Basically, they're not plumbed. They have a drain that goes into the drain system, but they don't have a water supply line going to them. Basically, your pee drains down through a liquid filter. Mm-hmm. Like, the the liquid floats on urine, so the urine goes through the filter and then down the drain. Uh, when these liquid filters break, mm-hmm. it smells awful. Ew. And the people I work for... They don't really have to answer to anybody, so they just change it whenever they get around to it. So it'll be a week, maybe two weeks, before they get these filters changed. In the meantime, the bathroom smells like a butcher shop that lost its air conditioning in the middle of July in Arizona. Mm. It just... Piss, when it goes bad, it starts to smell like rotten meat for some reason. It's disgusting. Mm. So... Right. So we had this happen uh, two weeks ago to one of the urinals in the bathroom. Now, for some reason, there is a type of man who will still pee in a puddle of urine that is not obviously not draining down a toilet. So this thing fills up with urine. Gross. Yeah. So they come in, they put a plastic bag over it, and a sign says, Don't piss in this idiot. It's broken. <laughs> so... Uh, we see the guys come up to change the filter and they've now waited so long that they have to wear hazmat suits and respirators on their faces because it's that disgusting. Gross. Yeah. So they change it out and they they uh, they can't get it to work. Like uh, something is broken on it now. So that toilet, that urinal is still unusable. Oh, man. The, there's two urinals and two toilets in each of the bathrooms. Uh, each of the men's rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the second urinal goes bad. So now we're down to two toilets on my side of the floor. We're already short toilets. It's tough to get a seat in one of the bathrooms after <laughs> lunch. So After um, lunch especially, I bet. Right. So they, uh, they put a sign up on the door uh, last week while they're working on the one uh, busted urinal. And then uh, they kind of give up on it because they put the broken sign back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they leave the the bathroom closed sign on the door. So I accidentally walk into that bathroom uh, after they've got um, the filter replaced, but they don't have the urinal fixed yet. I walk in there and realize I just walked into a closed bathroom. And the only thing that's wrong in the bathroom is the urinal. Or what I come to find out is both urinals now. But there's no reason to close the bathroom because there's two toilets that work and oh, there's so, and there's so three sinks that work. They weren't in there doing anything? It was no, just closed? They, yeah, they only worked for like two days on it and then left the sign up until uh, like Monday <laughs> or Tuesday. So you know what you needed to do is just keep that sign with you and like put it up whenever you want to use it by yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna print some up. But <laughs> For for like three days, I had my own private bathroom. Oh, that's awesome! You yeah, do it then. Yeah, oh, it was it was great. It. So, um, uh, was it Tuesday? 
Tuesday they take the sign down. Mm-hmm. But they they still have signs up on the urinals that say "Don't piss in these idiot, they're broken." Right. So now all the peers are going into the toilets and peeing on the toilets, and now the toilets are getting disgusting. Gross. Yeah. So it's it's slowly rendering my bathroom useless. Now I have to go over to the other side of the floor where they're fucking messy anyway. Mm-hmm. They're disgusting down there. They're a bunch of savages. <laughs> Why? They pee they and they poop pee? on everything. They leave paper all over the place. Ugh. It's really sad. That's it's awful. like a bunch of apes work down there. Mm. So, uh, yeah, today today was the first day I noticed that the toilets were nasty because these guys just pee on anything. And they leave it there. They don't care. They didn't have to sit in it. They stood. Right. You know? I have to poop. Which means I have to clean your piss and sometimes shit off of the toilet before I can use it. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I had to get that off my chest. That was bugging me. Well, you know, this is kind of the basis of our podcast. This is how we started. Mm -hmm. Is talking about bathroom situations. So, you know. Have you had any... Have you... uh, seen any pooplosion evidence lately i haven't um i haven't either yeah it's it's actually been kind of quiet on that side <laughs> of things. um what i have been a little bit concerned about is um is my fellow employees lady days and oh, their, no. and their dealings with it because yeah. i shouldn't know about that and yet <laughs> I should not be aware. <laughs> Are you referring to evidence left behind? Yes. Hmm. Biological evidence. Yeah. Dude, I can I don't even want to imagine what it would be like if guys had to deal with that. Oh god. <laughs> there would be blood everywhere. Right. <laughs> there would be there would be like dirty pictures drawn in menstrual blood on the walls of the <laughs> There'd be oh. <laughs> there'd oh. be little measuring cups in there, and you'd have to beat the high score. <laughs> they, <laughs> hey, did you see Bobby put out a pint today? <laughs> the guy's a beast. <laughs> Doesn't even look pale. Because of course it would be a sign of manliness if you guys did it. Right. <laughs> I swear that guy bleeds like a son of a bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> that is one fertile bastard right there. <laughs> oh, my God, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be sticking pads on each other. Putting them on chairs. <laughs> Just don't throw tampons at people. I hear that makes people have telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> and then kill everybody at prom. <laughs> That's the cause of telekinesis. Yes. <laughs> Having tampons thrown at you. <laughs> oh god. What? What? You didn't know that? No, I didn't. That's awesome. I'll be right back. I gotta go to the drugstore. <laughs> I'm pelting myself with Kotex all night. It doesn't work.
working each other. Not working, fucking bitch. <laughs> Can't move anything with my mind. <laughs> Why is this so funny? <laughs> <laughs> you get an angry text from me at four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I think there should be more stuff like that. Like take take any classic um book or movie and uh you know take like the the giant plot point and and totally misconstrue how it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can do this. I think so. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another example, but I'm I'm totally Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying, but I can't think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want this to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the misinformation sort of thing, you know, mm-hmm. where somebody watches or experiences something and they don't know how to interpret it. So they get it completely and totally wrong. Which, there's there's got to be a word for this type of phenomenon. Oh my gosh, because there was I had the nicest, but I don't want to say dumbest, um, most ignorant probably. She, she was ignorant because she just didn't know stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, roommate, she was super smart. Like she had gotten straight A's and she was doing really well in college and stuff like that. But then she believed stuff like you get AIDS from toilet seats. Oh, geez. And just all those kind of weird. Yeah, she's just ignorant. Yeah. So it's like that kind of thing. It's like Mm -hmm. because this happens that this happens, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, it's I I think I think there needs to be a whole list of those from movies and TV shows. I agree. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm just imagining you <laughs> for the rest of your life every single night spending the night throwing tampons at your <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the third night I've built a tampon catapult <laughs> it just straps to my chest and lobs one up at my face every couple of minutes It's remote controlled. <laughs> it's not even that. It's on a timer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe they have to be wet. <laughs> Gotta dunk them in a glass of water before I launch them. You keep doing all these experiments. Mm. <laughs> no. What if they're super absorbent? <laughs> <laughs> I drill down into specifics. Well, maybe it has to be on a Tuesday. Maybe it needs to be light days. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I shouldn't base research on fictional movies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That might be the the key right there. I'm not sure. (laughs) Note to self, Stephen King is not a scientist. (laughs) Somebody's calling him all pissed off. Hey. (laughs) I've been following your plant. (laughs) It's not working. (laughs) What plan? (laughs) You mean my story that I made up? (laughs) 
it, it's not real, you know. It didn't. It didn't happen. Look, I'm covered in bruises all over <laughs> my face. The least you could do is put a disclaimer at the front of your book. Oh. <laughs> what if you had to think of every stupid thing that people would would think of and and put a warning for it on uh, everything? I think we're getting to that point. We are kind of. It's like yeah. oh, you might be hot, jackass. Yeah. Hmm? I mean, there's there's warnings on things that you would never ever consider food that say do not eat you know yeah at a certain point you just kind of have to let nature take its course you know my sister-in-law works at customer service for a large food manufacturer and um one of the most common calls she would get is people calling about the hot dogs what and they would say, I'm cooking the hot dogs, and it's not, you know, it's it's all messed up. And she'd say, did you remove the hot dogs from the package? Mm, no. Or you put them in the boiling water. What? And they'd say, oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Are these... Are these people newly integrated into society? Well, if you think about the fact that they're calling a customer service line that on a package of food. Mm. I mean, have you ever once thought, oh, let me call the 800 number on the side <laughs> of this Kraft macaroni and cheese box? No. And actually, now that we're talking about it, I don't even think that I believed they existed. I thought they were just put on the box to make you feel better. Yeah, like, oh, I could complain about that, but let's face it. Oh, this company wants me to think they care about what I have to say. Ten minutes of my time is not worth the 79 cents I paid for this box. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I will go and get another box of macaroni and cheese instead Mm -hmm. of registering my complaint. (laughs) You know what? You deserve to eat plastic-coated hot dogs if you're doing that. If you have lived your entire adult life without seeing anybody prepare a hot dog. Yeah, exactly. There's something else going on there. Then you're Nell. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. You just washed ashore. You've spent your entire life in some remote desert island. (laughs) Exactly. It's a problem. Yeah. Well, um, Christmas. Oh, I didn't tell my. What was your best toy, or what was your best gift? Uh, radio-controlled hovercraft. Holy fucking shit! When was that? Oh yeah, I still have it. Um, that was probably 1990. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to remember stuff from when I was a kid. I was thinking about this the other day. I don't really remember toys that much with Christmas. Like, I remember when we got the computer and when we got the... It wasn't the Atari. It was the Intellivision. Mm, I love the Intellivision. That was a lot of fun. Yes. And I always... I was a stuffed animal kid. 
like I had five hundred thousand stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, and and it was the kind of thing where my bed was always made because my stuffed animals were always on my bed. <laughs> That's acceptable. So I had I had just a huge huge pile of them. So every year I would get you know new stuffed animals and stuff like that, and that was the main thing I was really looking out for. It was like, sure, socks are okay, and pajamas that's fine, whatever. Do I get a stuffed animal? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm really looking for. Um. I did get, um, I'm trying to think of a really, really good one. Um, oh, my aunt actually made me like a dollhouse when oh, wow. I was little for Christmas one year. But the problem was I wasn't really into dolls. <laughs> so I always felt really guilty. Like she made this dollhouse, you know. Yeah. I, had, I had a few of those because my grandpa was a carpenter. Mm, okay. And he would take on some fairly elaborate projects, and they would be well done, but they wouldn't be in things that would interest me. Right. <laughs> you know, I I would get all sorts of shelves and storage boxes and shit like that. I'm like, oh, thanks, I'm a kid. Well, yeah, and and the thing that I remember thinking about it when I got older, because I was like really young when this happened. And then when I got older and, like, was clearing out some of the toys that I had and stuff, I realized, well, this is in good shape. And we could, you know, give it away or, you know, just donate it somewhere. And kids would probably really like this. And then I just sat there and I thought, this could have gone to another kid. And they would have really liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. <laughs> yep. Why did I get this? <laughs> doesn't make any sense i was never a doll person i never had any barbies um the only doll that i ever had was the rag doll Mm -hmm. i had a i had a raggedy ann and a raggedy andy they were my aunts so they were you know they were older probably from the 60s or 70s but they were passed down to us yeah i guess they were mine and my sisters at that point but i'm sure you had raggedy andy I had both. Raggedy Ann was pretty foxy. She was, right? The original redhead, you know? And, and, um, you know, I'm sure if you played with Raggedy Ann a little bit too much, your mom would pull you aside and and (laughs) ask you if (laughs) you were interested in makeup and (laughs) and dresses and things like that. Um, Should we wrap this bitch up? Yeah, we're just about an hour. I don't think we are. And Is there anything you needed to get out before we turn it off? Why you think I think there's something I need? No, to usually talk? usually you have like shout outs to give or something right. like that. Oh, should we shout out to people? Oh, you, um, hang on. You know what? Randy sent us an email. Randy. Randy. Oh, Randy. Randy. I'm like, who's Randy? Randy. Who's Randy? She said, and smiled and looked the other way. Oh, I'm gonna have that song in my head for days. Good. <laughs> Do you Good. know what's been stuck in my head forever though? Is that um, the song from uh, Cabaret, the Two Ladies song? I don't know that song. It, you would like that song. It's about a threesome. <laughs> I'm gonna look into this. Yeah, it, uh, the original Joel Gray performance is hilarious. It's basically. Hmm. 
Cabaret is all like the, the place um, in Cabaret is basically like a racy bar where they sing body songs and stuff like that. Yeah. One of them is about um, a, a guy with, uh, with two ladies. <laughs> nice. And twosies beats onesies, but nothing beats threes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been stuck in my head for days. It's driving me nuts. So anyway. Oh, okay, so Randy wants to know what our least favorite holiday food is and how our bodies reject that least favorite holiday food. Mm. Um, holiday food. You want to go first, I'm thinking. Yeah, I. Uh, the only thing that... Okay, two things. Uh, I don't like cranberry sauce because I don't like cranberries. Mm. I take a lot of flack for that. But I stand by my decision to be grossed out by cranberries. That's fine. Um, and fruitcake. Hmm. Both of those things disgust me. Uh, my body, uh, my body rejects them before I even touch them <laughs> by preemptively vomiting. No. This will not pass. No. And uh, for a long time, I thought I hated mincemeat pie until I tried it and found out it was delicious. Isn't it funny that, you know, you have an idea about something and it ends up being totally... Well, the problem is it sounds disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mincemeat? What kind of meat? Yeah. Why is it minced? Right. So, are you disguising it so I don't know what kind of the... What, what part of the cow this came off of? This is hearts and livers, isn't it? <laughs> right. That's what I thought yeah. it was. Me too. Like kidney pie. Mhm. Yeah, That's so fucking delicious. I'm trying to think <sighs> holiday food. I don't know. I I don't really think I uh, food and I have a really good connection. So there's there's not much of it that I do reject. Although I don't know if this is necessarily a holiday food, but it's definitely a traditional food and it would be served around the holidays. Mhm. Um pierogies. Oh, nice. As you know, my, um, you know... Um, I love I, those things. I've been exposed to Polish food, and I hate pierogies. What? I hate them. I Oh, man. They, Why? Was it a bad experience? I, I, I don't like sweet cheese... Mm. And okay, yeah, I don't. That doesn't sound like any pierogi I've ever had. It was like farmer's cheese, they called it, and it was kind of like ricotta that had like. Yeah, farmer's cheese is basically a super fresh mozzarella. But it was like sweet. It was like super sweet, and it was gross. It was kind yeah. of like a combination of like cream cheese and this like, and it was this weird kind of sweetness to it. And it just made me just, I, I barfed. I actually mm. barfed and I, you know, here I am a grown woman and I'm throwing this stuff up. That's awesome. I know. Right. I mean, I just could not. And then that, after that, I was like, I'm not touching one. I yeah. am not touching one. And that was kind of a big deal. Dude, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't blame you. I'm not even going to give you a hard time about that. <laughs> yeah. It just grossed me out big time. And then, um, and then, um, Let's see what else was there with it. Oh, and then I found out, you know, that was about the time that I found out about my egg allergy. And I'm kind of thinking that might have had something to do with it because pierogies oh, are right. lousy with eggs. 
<laughs> right. The, the dough has it, the filling. It's like, yeah, it's like a noodle dough. Yeah, so yeah. it was, I, I think that was probably a part of it, but something about the texture of it and something about the whole, oh, it's soft, but it's, but it's, it's doughy, but it's crunchy, but it's covered in 5,000 pounds of butter and there's something soft and slightly cold and slightly sweet and soft. Oh, no. Ugh. <laughs> that sounds a lot different than the pierogies I've had. Well, I had, you know, the, the, the ones that I had, I think, um, came from like a, a Polish deli and then were reheated or something like that. So I don't know, but it's just, I don't know. And the other thing too, is that when I did have them, they were like swimming in butter, which butter, butter and me are, are pals. You know, I, I don't have a problem with butter, but it was, it was actually too much for me. So you have to imagine this is not just a little bit of butter. Right. This it's is a what, lethal amount. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I feel like I've been dipped in Crisco <laughs> type of butter situation yeah. we're talking about. Mm. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I, we were going to wrap this bitch up. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's right. Okay. Oh, with the, that's right. We were answering Randy's question. Yeah. Randy. Yeah. Um, did she have another question? Nope, that was it. That was a pretty good question, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to hear from people what their, what their favorite holiday foods are and what they don't like. I want to know if you guys have goofy traditions. I love goofy traditions, don't you? Yeah. I've. There's been a couple this year where, you know, people have told fond stories of their youth at, at Christmas time and you know it, it'll be this nice scene and then all of a sudden there's like a <laughs> there, there's one little tradition that's specific to this family and uh, it's specific to only one family because it's so weird no right. other families would do that you know right exactly dude what is with the elf on the shelf I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I've been seeing this pop up on Tumblr. Um, I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it either. I'm going to Google it right now. Uh-huh. A Christmas tradition gone bad. Hmm. Oh, apparently... Apparently, these are just elves that you buy. Does this become the next thing? Dude, I don't know. I, this this feels like a forced tradition. See, that's like the whole pickle thing. What? <laughs> the, the pickle on the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I think... We never did that. Yeah, I mean, I think that it happened... But I don't think that very many people did it. Mm-mm. And so they make it like, oh, this is a huge tradition. It's like, oh, it's I just found out about it a few years ago. Yeah, I think I told you about it, didn't I? Probably. Because, you know, hiding the pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, tell you what, that would be an awkward tree trimming uh, misunderstanding. <laughs> hey, let's play hide the pickle. Okay, zip. <laughs> What are you doing? That doesn't sound awkward. That doesn't sound awkward at all. (laughs) 
school is not the place to do that. Oh, no. <laughs> Hide the salami. <laughs> <laughs> There's a salami ornament on the tree. Looks like, like a big that. cock. It's like this. <laughs> It's so great! Oh my god! I want to trim a it's got, tree. She's got two little Kaiser rolls at the base of it. I want to trim a tree with all oh, phallic <laughs> boner <laughs> ornaments. Ornaments. That's ornaments that look like boners, not ornaments for boners. What would ornaments? For? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jingle balls. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'd have to be careful because you wouldn't always have the same amount of space to work with. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's a very dynamic topology down there. <laughs> you know, I'm a little giddy today because I have tomorrow off. Oh, you are so lucky. It's the best thing that's ever happened oh, ever. Man. So long weekend for me. Yay. Nice. Okay, for real now. We should wrap this up. <laughs> All right. Now, let's end this meeting on a high note. Yeah!